So what I enjoy about working with lawyers is lawyers do the kind of subject matter that they're dealing with has big impacts in our world. So we mostly work with corporate attorneys. So we're looking at what things are happening today that might have impacts for an attorney's clients, which are often there's an alignment between some media outlet and the clients that are reading those media outlets. You're listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Each episode, your host, author, and lawyer coach, Steve Fretzen, will take a deeper dive, helping you grow your law practice in less time with greater results. Now, here's your host, Steve Fretzen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Be That Lawyer. I am Steve Fretzen. I hope you're having a great day so far. And again, you know, what we do here at Fretzen Inc. is we help attorneys to achieve some pretty radical goals on their business development efforts. We do this in two ways. We have coaching and training programs that are pretty impactful. The goal for many to double or triple their book of business and more importantly, to internalize how to do business development so that it's sustainable through the rest of your career. And that's really an interesting differentiator between what I'm doing and what some other crash courses might be. And then the other thing we do is peer advice or some might know it as mastermind groups, where we take highly motivated, intelligent attorneys, we put them in a group together in different practice areas and let them help each other, let them assist with accountability and be a peer advisory for each other. And I facilitate, I'm not there to coach and train, I'm there to facilitate interaction and to help people continue to evolve on how they grow their books of business and stay, again, sustainable and impactful in the uh, legal space. And something that I don't talk too much about because it's not my area of expertise being the business development guy is um, really about reputation and about media relations and thought leadership. And that's really an important thing for lawyers to focus on, especially if they want to become well-known in their space. So I've got a top expert here in Michelle King. She's the principal and president of Reputation Inc. Michelle, how's it going? Going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you and all of your many pets. Uh, we were just talking about pets before we got on and we both got dogs and cats and everything. So it's, uh, it's fun. What, what do you have? How many do you, animals? I have two dogs and two cats. Yeah. Okay. I'm quite, I'm quite an animal person. So, but that's my limit. I, I don't go over four. So that's it. You've got, you've got yeah. your number and that's it. Yeah. Okay. I can't and be the crazy cat lady. Okay. And they all get along. Yeah. They all get along. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, Wonderful. I know. Okay. Yeah. One big Good. happy family. Good. Well, we don't want that to be your reputation, although that's not right. a negative thing, right? But um, so tell me a little bit about your background and your business. I'd love to, to share that with my audience. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Reputation Inc., we've been in business for 10 years, actually this year, um, which is really exciting. But yeah. we do uh, mostly our, our, our bread and butter is public relations. So we are getting attorneys and law firms in the media Um to uh, you know, boost their visibility, build their reputation, credibility, all those kinds of things. Um, so we do a lot of kind of everyday pitching um, attorneys to comment on issues, to write articles, to uh, to have articles written about them. Um, and we also do a lot of content development. So we're writing uh, attorney bios, case studies. Uh, web pages, blog posts, um, any kind of content that can fuel thought leadership uh, campaigns. So email marketing, social media, all of that. So I hire a lot of former journalists 
because um, they have the skills um, that I need and, and then kind of teach them the, the nuts and bolts of uh, working with law firms because uh, that's our, our primary industry. So. And I love that you're doing more than just getting someone placed, that you're actually taking it further with content and with social media and making it it's a definitely more evolved program. It sounds that you're running than than just, you know, straight up, you know, let me get you placed in Forbes or placed yeah. in some paper. It all intersects today. So a lot of this stuff, it all kind of overlaps and there's an interplay to it. So if you're getting media coverage, you're going to want to promote that on social media. If you're writing articles, you're going to uh, want to promote it to your email list. Um, so it's important for us to be able to kind of advise on that. And sometimes there's topics and issues that might not be newsworthy at the moment for a media outlet, but it might be worthwhile putting it on the, the law firm's blog or the site. It might be um, a topic that's um, worthwhile of a more in-depth kind of content piece or a webinar that they want to produce. So, yeah, we don't want to just stick purely to that, uh, that media relations angle. So. Okay. But to kind of put it together, just so everyone understands, I mean, why is media relations important for an attorney that's looking to build that reputation, looking to go beyond just regular posting on LinkedIn, you know, like I do, I post, you know, content and information, and that's all wonderful videos, things that educate my audience. What does media relations do that elevates the game? And it may be worthwhile for someone to take a deeper look into. Yeah, so media relations, I think about it in terms of the kind of fuel on the fire. So if you're doing, um, you've got all those many other aspects that you are uh, posting to LinkedIn on a regular basis. Maybe you have an email newsletter, you're doing those things. Media relations, one, it broadens your audience. Um, uh, it, it expands that audience to, to people that you might not have ever been on their radar. But two, it also gives you that credibility boost, which is um, incredibly important for lawyers in their marketing. Um, so if someone's evaluating a lawyer and they've got two choices and you know they see this one attorney who puts out a lot of great content, but another attorney who's regularly quoted or featured or their articles are written in key publications that that uh, prospective client values, they're going to, that's going to give them uh, a sense of this guy or this woman is, uh, um, the, the media has vetted them and said, yes, they're a credible expert. So it really kind of um, does both things. The other thing nowadays, it used to be when I started out in this field, we had you know, the separation of things like your digital uh, content that you would do, and then you would do traditional media. Well, media coverage is a huge boon to SEO um, nowadays. So if you are, if you're mentioned regularly in high quality media outlets, that's going to your other content that you're posting, it's going to boost that because Google says, oh, the New York Times, Forbes, whatever, uh, mentions you, you are now, they build that into their kind of authority algorithm and um, you come up a lot, a lot more often in search results. So it sounds like it's going to boost your authority as a subject matter expert on a number of levels from right. the actual article or interview or whatever that comes out in, in the publicity around that. And then on top of that, you're also getting links and you're getting boost through search engine optimization on your website or 
just on Google in general to get more to the top of the search results if somebody's wanting to search for for a lawyer in your space or your name, things like that. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And, you know, I have a lot of clients that say, oh, you know, if I publish this one article, is that going to lead to business? Uh, typically not. But honestly, I, I hear that a lot. I hear the, you know, um, I published this article and uh, such and such client called me up and said, you know, actually, we've got a need in this space and um, we've been searching and you really kind of outlined that issue very clearly. And um, sounds like, you know, your stuff, let's talk. So um, that kind of thing does happen. I, you know, I, as you know, all sorts of marketing and uh, business development activities uh, are consistency is the key. So you got to keep doing yeah. them. Um, one-offs are not really ever going to do much, but it, it does, it can and will uh, lead to business. Right. And, and I think people that are listening might be wondering, you know, like, oh, this all sounds great, but am I interesting enough? Or is there something interesting about what I'm doing that would be media worthy? And so how do attorneys understand or how do you help them figure out what's interesting so that there's something that they can talk about or that they can get publicity around with your help? Yeah. So what I enjoy about working with lawyers is lawyers do the kind of subject matter that they're dealing with has big impacts in our world. So we mostly work with corporate attorneys. So we're looking at what things are happening today that might have impacts for an attorney's clients, which are often there's an alignment between some media outlet and the clients that are reading those media outlets. So things that become newsworthy are things that are one just timely. It's got to it's got to be happening now. That's, you know, inherent in the word news. It's happening now. So that's why as a PR person, I'm often just, you know, pushing clients to respond quickly because it's fast. We have to talk about the issues as they're happening. But other things are, does it impact a lot of people or does it, if it only impacts a small group of people, is that impact um, huge? I mean, think in terms of the COVID crisis that we had last year. I mean, that was the media got consumed with that topic and there were tons of, of relevant issues that came from that. So, um, so timeliness, um, impact to uh, an audience, trends. Trends are huge. If we can look and identify a trend, um, I'll give you an example with COVID. Uh, we work with a divorce law firm and um, early on with COVID, uh, the numbers were coming out that divorce cases were spiking from China. So um, we went and talked to this law firm and said, are your, are, are your inquiries uh, spiking? And they said, actually, yes. So, you know, we went out to the media and say, hey, COVID's leaving, leading to this rise in, in divorce filings, you know. So it's sort of that being able to kind of identify something. Um, the media loves a trend. Um, but the other thing that lawyers can do very well and effectively in order to get media coverage is help explain uh, legal from a legal perspective what's happening. So I'll give another example. When the Mueller investigation was happening, um, we had an attorney who uh, had served as a special counsel on other investigations. He served on Whitewater. He'd uh, um, been the special counsel for an Alabama governor who was being impeached. And we pitched him aggressively throughout the Mueller investigation to kind of help guide the media in terms of, you know, why did Mueller do this today? What does it mean? What's likely to happen next? Um, so the media, the media are not they don't have a, a law degree. So they need someone to help kind of give them that guidance as to what's happening in this story. And if a lawyer can be helpful and kind of give that analysis and guidance, not just reiterate this is what Mueller did today, but 
you know, here's my guess as to what his aim is or, you know, what's about to happen next. Why, why is this important and relevant? That um, that's a, a critical role for attorneys to, to play. Yeah, definitely. And again, if there's opportunities to get those interviews and those types of connections to share your expertise, it's nothing but gold. How do attorneys get some of this done on their own? Are they able to get publicity on their own? And if so, what are some things they can do to get publicity on their own and, and make things uh, happen uh, just through their own sheer, through their own efforts? Sure. And we, we actually have a guide on our website. If you go to our website, uh, rep-inc, inc with a K.com, if you go to the legal page, there's a download for, um, it's called the Attorney's Guide to Getting Published in the Media. So we kind of walk attorneys step-by-step. If you want to do this on your own, this is how to do it. You know, the first step would be to really, uh, really actually focus on the media that you want to be covered in. So if you are an attorney that gets a lot of referrals from other attorneys, you need to be consuming um, the legal trade media. Get a sense of what kind of issues. That's the best way to kind of understand what a media outlet covers. If you want to be covered um, on a cable business uh, show, watch it. Kind of analyze what do they, what what kind of uh, experts do they tend to have on? What kind of topics do they tend to cover? Um, and you can kind of get a good sense of okay, this is what they're looking for. And then you you contact the relevant person. Most. Um, uh, media outlet websites have uh, a contact page where you can figure out who the right uh, person is and who the right contact is. And it tends to be, uh, you can find the reporter who covers that beat on bigger print outlets. It's uh, an editor who might cover a specific area who's an assignment editor who signs out reporters and topics. And then of course, in broadcast, it's a producer, but you kind of have to do a little sleuthing without a PR firm doing it for you. And, but you can generally, or you can just see uh, who, who has that byline on the story. So if you're, you've been following a, a column for a while or a, a certain beat, you start to notice, okay, this is the, the journalist tends to write about the topics that, that I would love to be covered in. One step is to just introduce yourself. So if you identify that you want to start getting media coverage, we call this, our fancy term is called source filing. So journalists keep a, a in the old days, a Rolodex of sources that they would turn to and they've, they've learned, okay, this is my source for this kind of topic. So you're just kind of reaching out and saying, I'd love to contribute in some way. Here's my background. Here's what I do on a day-to-day basis here's what I think I can contribute. That's not necessarily going to lead to a, uh, an interview or a story right then and there, but it's going to kind of put you on that radar. And it might, uh, we've had cases where, so we'll often start with a client, we'll make that introduction. And the journalist goes, actually, I'm, you know, I'm writing a story on such and such. But then once you've made that introduction, it is then kind of regularly brainstorming topics. So the way we work with clients is we have regular calls where we start, we, we just sort of do this brainstorm of, you know, uh, what, what are the questions your clients are asking right now? What do you think is coming around the corner with your, you know, your clients that they need to be aware of? Um, is anything changed? Um, you know, is anything new happening? Any new law, any regulation? Did any case just happen that might impact your clients? And then it's really kind of sending an email to that targeted uh, journalist to say, I think this is an interesting topic that your readers or your viewers are going to be interested in. I'm available. Here's why, you know, here's why, uh, you know, this is a a topic that um, your your audience is going to be might be interested in. And um, 
I'm, I'm available to do an interview. I'm available to write an article. So it's, it's that I often describe our job as kind of being a matchmaker. So, but certainly just like with dating, you don't have to have that matchmaker. You can do a lot of that legwork on your own. I think you also sort of have to start training. I personally can't watch the news without thinking about angles for clients. So it's kind of training your brain to think, how can I insert myself into this dialogue and this topic? So often it is what's happening in the world. Why is this relevant to my clients and what analysis and expertise can I add to the discussion? So, um, if, so for example, if an attorney recognizes that in the news and in the media and all that estate planning is shifting because of new laws and new things that are coming up the pike and all that. And so they might start writing about it or they might start speaking about it. And then they've got maybe the forefront of that particular subject. And then they could either use you or they could approach the media, you know, with an idea or with a concept. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, estate planning, you know, uh, we have a new uh, Biden, the, the new administration under Biden, a lot of discussion right now about possible changes coming down the pike in terms of estate planning that we've got pitches going out right now about that. So um, a a change in a administration is a huge fodder for potential um, uh, media articles. So exactly reaching out, but it's, it's taking what's happening in their um, area, their, their practice on a day-to-day basis um, and presenting it to the media. And if they can present a trend to a journalist before a journalist is aware of it, that's the sweet spot of, of great media relations. So yeah, that might, people be, the, who can that spot might be, I'm sorry, the sweet okay. spot. Well, people who can spot trends, um, one, uh, you know, uh, uh, we all follow certain thought leaders, certain people who tend to uh, be able to think that way, to be able to kind of assess a landscape of their, in their particular business area and really say, I think this is what's, you know, this, this is happening and this is going to happen a lot more going forward. The media love to work with people like that because, um, um, that helps them do their job better and, and help their audience, um, uh, be aware of those kind of trends. Okay. And here's sort of an, I don't know, this is maybe off the wall a little bit, but can media also be used if somebody, let's say, is a lawyer, but they have something unique about him or her, like they have been to more Cubs games than anyone else in the world, or they have just something unique about them? Is that worthwhile to get media exposure for them, or is that not really impactful sure. the way that it would be? Yeah. So, so it depends. Yeah, it depends. So, um, so there's a lot of, especially in the legal trades, but maybe even in business trades where they have regular features of people. Um, so human interest stories. Yeah. So, um, and they're just, they're looking to kind of fill that pipeline of, uh, stories about interesting, um, attorneys, interesting people. So in general, those are a little bit harder to place than sort of your more issues based because everybody wants a glowing article that's all about them. So the, the competition for that is higher. But yeah, certainly if you've got some unique interests, it's worth a pitch. Um, uh, and, and ideally, if you can find um, a regular column that features that kind of thing, um, even better. The other thing, you know, I, the, the legal industry is overrun with awards and all of that kind of mess. But there are um, very credible ones, like let's say the National Law Journal's Trailblazers series. So um, they are they regularly put out a call, okay, we're looking for trailblazers and 
employment law. We're looking for trailblazers in you know, uh, litigation. So that's an opportunity to get this glowing profile article just about you, the attorney, um, because that uh, uh, media outlet wants those stories. So we do a lot of um, responding to those, drawing up uh, pitches and stories about attorneys that way. Okay. Yeah, really interesting. From a standpoint of one thing that just popped in my head, I used to do press releases and I stopped doing them because I was like, I don't even know that this is doing anything. Are press releases still a thing? People putting out Definitely. a press release on, yeah, on something? Absolutely. Okay. Can you yeah. talk to that? I mean, the press release is just a format. It's, it's, it's information written in a news format. So that's really all it is. And we do, we do a lot of press releases on case wins. That's kind of a, a very standard example of when we do press releases. Case wins, um, if a new attorney is hired, if one practice group um, is brought, a new practice group is brought on, any of those kinds of changes, a press release is just a format that journalists are, are used to. And every time we talk to journalists, so we do a lot of, uh, I, I try to in my own podcast and on our blog, we try to feature um, key journalists and kind of talk about what they are looking for and what they want. Um, we ask them if they pay attention to press releases and hundred uh, percent, they all do it, Again, it's just kind of the format of um, getting news in their hand and it's written in a way that they're used to. I will say though, let's say you're, you've ha- just had this big case win and you want to get it out to the media. Sometimes because we work with a lot of litigation firms and there's multiple law firms involved, there's a client involved, Um, And so everybody wants their hands in that press release. It ends up taking three days, you know, to to get that press release ironed out. Well, the case was uh, decided, you know, three days ago, it's old news by then. So um, in order to align with the media's timeframe, often it's best just to get an email out saying, this case was just decided, here's the court documents that are already publicly available. I, attorney, um, you know, argued this case and I'm available to talk about it. So then later you can work if your client wants a nice massage quote and, you know, a, a good formal announcement on your website, do that. But don't go through all those hoops because the media are going to cover it. And often what we're trying to do is the worst case for us is if a, a, the media covers the story and doesn't mention our, our firm or doesn't quote our attorney. That's what we're fighting to get. They're going to cover if it's a, if it's a newsworthy enough case they're going to cover it. So that's why sending an email out to the people that you think are going to cover that case um, quickly and saying, hey, I'm available to talk to you um, is more important than putting together that formal press release. Yeah, really terrific. Well, I think this has been helpful on, on a number of levels from lawyers understanding what they can do on their own and whether it's research or or reaching out to the media directly and in the approach that they should take or some of the, the higher level or higher function things that you're doing all super helpful. And again, you know, this is marketing, media, business development, social media, it's all like part of a pie and there are all these slices and you've got to kind of pick the, maybe the two or three that you can focus on. And sometimes it's good to outsource, you know, if you don't have the time or the knowledge to do something well yourself, you know, find someone that's what they do and get that knocked out and it could be a game changer. So people want to reach out to you and, and use you or talk to you about their, about your services. What's the best way for them to get in touch? Yeah, go to our website. It's rep, R-E-P dash I-N-K. That's for reputationinc.com. And we've got a lot of valuable resources on there. Um, And like I said, that guide to uh, for attorneys who want to get published in the media and do it on their own is there. But and then um, links to all our social media and our email newsletter sign up are there as well. 
Okay. And we'll have all that in the show notes as well. So people can reach out or get that, do it yourself, you know, white paper, whatnot. But uh, thanks again, Michelle, this has really been great. You've been you're clearly an expert in this area and working with lawyers and law firms. So I appreciate your coming on the show. Ah, thanks for having me. Yeah. And thank you everybody for taking some time to listen. Hopefully you got a couple of good notes, uh, you know, scratched out and uh, that you're one step closer to being that lawyer, someone who is confident, organized and a skilled rainmaker. Take care, everybody. Be safe. Be well. Thanks for listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Visit Steve's website, fretson.com, for additional information and to stay up to date on the latest legal business development and marketing trends. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out today's show notes.